Hey there, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Avatar The After Show. This is the one and only show where we talk about every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And we are on episode six, titled Imprisoned. So uh, I want to get off a few little housekeeping, a few little announcements. Um, one, there's a brand new episode, the very first episode of the Web Slingers podcast is up on the podcast feed, so definitely go and check that out. Uh, there's going to be a brand new episode of Throwback Thursday later this week. Me and Robert DeGoshara Martinez, we sit down uh, for about oh, for about 40 minutes and talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. And, so, and then next week, we will talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So... Uh, and then also there's going to be a brand new episode of the Zixetso Show. Make sure you guys go ahead and uh, send in your questions for that show. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we just we got a lot of things to talk about. So let me bring this up. Let's bring up the... Uh, let me bring this up for a second. Because some people sent in some questions that I want to answer specifically about this episode. So, um, all right. So the episode, uh, so last week we talked about the King of Omashu, which was an episode all about Aang meeting his childhood friend, uh, reuniting with his childhood friend, Bumi. And so uh, this week's episode we got uh, imprisoned. Now this episode was directed by Dave Filoni and was written by Matthew Hubbard. Uh, Hubbard. And uh, aired on March 25th, 2005. And basically, uh, this episode uh, is really a um, a Katara-focused episode. But in, in all reality, it's really Katara uh, focuses on Katara and this Earthbender who is uh, kind of uh, afraid to use his abilities because he's afraid of getting caught by the Fire Nation, which, you know, are taking these Earthbenders, taking any Earthbenders to a uh, prison, uh, to a prison uh, that's like in the middle of the ocean, um, surrounded by metal. And it's just, uh, it's just, it's a really fun episode, really good episode. Um, the, the, the character, we meet a new character named Haru. Um, and yeah, this is basically one of the episodes that made it into the into the M Night Shyamalan movie, but we don't talk about that scene. Um, six Earthbenders, my ass. Anyway, um, but, but let me let's talk about this episode. So this episode actually starts off pretty pretty fun uh, with some good banter between the group. Um, basically, they're not eating full meals; they've been eating these like. They've been eating like peanuts off of uh, nuts off of trees and stuff like that, and uh, um, uh, there are several. That's what she said. Moments that anyone could make while watching the show. Every time they just literally every time they say the word. Anyway, I can't. I don't want to. I, I don't want to say it. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's really good stuff. Then they meet her. Then they see Haru. Um, they end up going to a village where they meet Haru and his mother. And his mother is t- uh, telling him how he shouldn't be using earthbending because uh, of the chances that he will be caught. Um, and so they uh, are main group. And Katara stands up for him and tells him that um, 
he shouldn't be afraid to use his abilities, that he should be um, able to stand up against the Fire Nation and how Haru can actually protect them. Now, when, while they're, while Katara and Haru are talking, they end up hearing an, a very loud uh, mining explosion, and this old guy is trapped underneath all this rubble. And um, Haru takes the chance and uses his earthbending to free the old guy. And just minutes later, just minutes later, the like later that night at midnight, the old guy rats his son out, and he's and then Haru is captured. Which I'm not gonna lie, when I saw that, every I mean I've seen this show before and I've binged it so many times, but every time I see that. Every time I see that part and the old guy rats him out, I was I get so frustrated. I'm like, you're a dick. <laughs> I it's he's just so that is so effed up. And then uh so Katara figures out a way to um follow him into this earthbending uh prison, uh into this Fire Nation prison. And uh, um and so she pretends she's good. And this is actually one of my favorite jokes in the entire episode. Really in the entire, really in uh, one of my favorite jokes in the entire series. But it is when the, <laughs> it's when um, uh, Katara is making, is per, Katara and Sokka are pretending to get into an argument. Tells her about. Uh, tells Sokka that he has very big ears and uh, an elephant's going to make fun of him for having very large ears. Then he she tries to do the earthbending and then Aang like, uses his airbending to push the air up. And then all of a sudden, Momo's got his arms up <laughs> and the Fire Nation soldiers go, <laughs> look, that lemur is earthbending. And it just cuts to Momo with his tongue out, basically licking his arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so funny <laughs> i just love that moment because i just love the the fact that it uses this very epic music when the rock lifts up and then all of a sudden these the, those guys faces are like look that lemur is earth bending and then all of a sudden it just cuts to this dead pants there that momo's kidding um uh Anyway, and, <laughs> and then, um, okay, where was I? <laughs> I forgot where I was at. Um, oh, and then um, uh, Katara gets captured. She goes on the Fire Nation, uh, she goes to the Fire Nation prison, sees Haru, meets Haru's father, who has basically... Just giving up hope. He's basically said. He's basically like, "Look, we're just gonna wait this out, and hopefully, the Fire Nation will be defeated, and hopefully, we'll be able to get back to our normal lives. But until then, we're staying here. We're staying quiet. We're not going to rebel." And Katara basically gives this incredibly motivating speech of how um, you you can't just stay quiet. You have to stand up. Stand up for yourself. Now. I'm going to take this 
chance to take a shot at the M. Night Shyamalan movie. I said in my Throwback Thursday episode, and if you want to go listen to that Throwback Thursday episode, definitely go check it out. But um, in that episode, I basically talked about how um, the problem with that is that the earthbending prison is literally in an environment where the earthbenders can easily escape. You know, that's the biggest problem. Whereas in this episode, in, the, in this episode, the prison is, is a metal, uh, is, is metal, you know. And as of right now, no, as of right now, at the point that we're at, nobody knows how to metal bend. So at that point, there is a risk that they're taking, you know. Um, whereas in the movie, it's basically just, you know, wait, why didn't we just do this like a few days ago? We could have easily escaped, (laughs) you know, it just made no sense. But in this one, it actually does make sense because nobody knows how to metal bend. Nobody, nobody on that, in that prison knows how to metal bend. And that's why when Haru says, when Haru's father says, you know, oh yeah, we've we've given up hope. We can't, you know, we we're just gonna wait this out until the war is over, and hopefully we'll get back to our normal normal lives. Um, which I'm not gonna lie, I think everyone is saying that today. <laughs> uh, in today's day and age, I really do think uh, in today's current situation, I think everyone's saying that. Uh, but anyway, um, but the, when he says that, he he's like. Uh, I don't know. I just, it just makes sense because again, nobody knows how to metal bend. And it's not until they realize until Aang pieces it together. Oh, wait, the, the, the smoke that's coming out of the, the ship, they're using coal. So let's use that as our as our defense, you know. Um, and it's this really great escape sequence. Uh, Haru's father basically forms this giant uh, thing that basically uh, uh, this giant like little round thing that lifts the the Fire Nation soldiers up and then drops them into the ocean. Uh, and I love that line where. Uh, the guy, the guy's basically begging. He's like, I can't swim. And the, the warden's basically begging, I can't swim. And then uh, Haru's father just goes, it's okay. I hear cowards float. And then he just drops him. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. It's so cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just a really great, it's a really, really, really great, um, uh, great moment. Um and such an inspiring moment um, for, you know, for the Earthbenders. Because then, I've, by the end of the episode, the Earthbenders are like, you know what? F this. Now that we've escaped the prison, we're going to go back to our village and we're going to take it back. Because the Fire Nation is going to regret the day that they set foot on our land, you know? Um, but then, it's not over. because But then, all things turn south when... Katara realizes that she's missing the necklace uh, that her mom gave her. And then it cuts to Zuko carrying Katara's necklace 
and looking out into the distance, realizing he's now he now knows exactly where they're going. Uh, you know, he's he's going to be able to find them. Um, and then that's such a great ending to an episode because it perfectly sets up the events of the next two episodes that we're going to talk about. Um, perfectly sets that up so well that it's like, okay, we're getting, we're going to get into some real cool stuff here. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, look again, this episode was fantastic. Uh, it was a really great episode. Um, again, not really important to what the overall narrative is, but it was a really great episode and I really loved it a lot. I probably will give it a nine out of 10. Um, there are a couple, th- again, my biggest issue with this episode um, is, again, just like with last week's episode, um, there's not enough, there's no Zuko and Iroh, and this is just coming from someone who is very fascinated with the storyline between Zuko and his uncle Iroh, um, but that will definitely change when we get into further episodes, um, because, you know, just because they're probably going to give them more uh, to do. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, episode six, Imprisoned. Okay, so now let's move on to the second half of the show. We're going to take some Q&A questions and let me bring them up here. Okay. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, and the first question is, uh, hang on. It's taking a long time to load for some reason. Okay, here we go. Uh, where the heck are Zuko and Iroh? I feel like the la- I feel like these last two episodes they've been completely ignored. Well. I don't want to give away anything, but that will change. Um, that will change because Zuko and Iroh are going to get a lot of time um, dedicated to them. I feel like they needed more. I feel like they wanted to take these two episodes to really develop the ca- the main characters so that you are with them because they're the ones you're following. You know, Zuko, although, yes, he is a central important character. As of right now, they're trying to focus on really building our main group of heroes. So, Aang, Katara, Sokka. You know, they're focusing on building those three so that, you know, because they're the ones you're following through this journey uh, on season one. So, um, but I agree with you, man. I, I agree with you. I would love to, I, I, I would love to see more uh, Iroh and Zuko. Um, okay. Uh, here it is. Here's one. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Oh, that's a spoiler. I'm not going to talk about that one. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, which earthbender do you think? Oh, that's another spoiler. I can't get, oh my gosh, guys, please send in questions about the episode we're talking about. <laughs> uh, I can't get, I can't give that one away. Uh... And I'm trying to see which other ones that I got here. Oh, okay. Here's one. Um, so far, who is your favorite voice 
acting performance. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, let me see. Uh, Avatar. Okay. Um, it's between two for me, actually. It's between Dante Bosco as Zuko and Mae Whitman as Katara. Um, I think I'm going to go with Dante Bosco on this one. Just because um, Zuko... And this is just from from taking the first couple of episodes that the episodes that we've reviewed. Zuko is a very, um, you know, and we'll definitely get into this when we talk about later episodes. But you'll learn that Zuko is very a, a very tragic character, um, a, a character who's filled with a lot of pain, who's filled with a lot of rage. Uh, he uses all of his pain and unleashes it on others. You know, um, and you really understand that with the very first episode where you realize that's um, what he's doing. You know, he he could care less about the Avatar being alive. All he cares about is if he brings the Avatar to his father, he'll his father will. Uh, get he'll regain his honor you know so in that perspective right now he's such a great villain because you know he believes what he is doing is the right thing you know and he's just a care and i and i think dante bosco really brings that to his performance brings some of that element to his performance and i really love that about him um all right next question here uh Okay, uh, this episode was great. Easily better than the scene in M. Night Shyamalan's... Oh, you know what? I was just talking about that earlier. Yes, because this is... this That scene in M. Night Shyamalan's Last Airbender movie was based on this episode, which we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to... We don't want to compare this to the M. Night Shyamalan movie, but it just proves why this was better made. Was a better was better made, you know. Because look, I get it. In adaptations, you got to make changes, okay? I get it. For a theatrical film, you can't always like example. Take a simple example. The Lord of the Rings, okay? Lord of the Rings. They don't they not everything from the books is adapted, and a lot of stuff from the books are changed, but it's changed in a way that makes the films better. You know, there are changes that make sense and changes that actually improve upon the 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 story, the original story, the original source material. And the changes in M Night Shyamalan's film, first of all, don't make sense whatsoever. I mean, why would you put an uh, a prisoner, a prison filled with earthbenders? Why would you put that in an area? Where they could easily escape. But number two. It just emotionally doesn't work. 
you know, because in this, let's take this episode. This episode was emotionally, you know, when when that shot of of Haru's mother, when she turns around and you see the tears coming out of both of her eyes, my heart was ripped in half, you know, and so, um, it just it, it really. How do I want to say this? It, it, it on that level it works, whereas in M Night Shyamalan's movie there is no emotional attachment to it because it's rushed over, and they're trying to just basically do a season one recap, but in with a big budget, you know, um, and it just doesn't work um, on that level. Uh, all right. And the final question, let's pick Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, and the uh, majority of them are spoilers. Spoiler, uh, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, I guess that was the last question because every single other one is a spoiler for future episodes, and I do not want to give that away. All right. Uh, so that will do it for this installment of avatar the actor show thank you so much for watching you guys and uh, uh thank you so much for watching it's it's not a video it's a podcast thank you so much for listening i should say um again make sure you ch- go check out the brand new episode throwback thursday tomorrow and make sure you guys go check out the brand new episode uh the first episode of the web Swingers podcast which just dropped on monday it will be available for you guys to listen to uh, and it's a good episode. Uh, definitely go check it out. We, we we talk about Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe, and we answer some questions, and I rank the Spider-Man movies, and a lot of other cool stuff happens throughout that uh, throughout that episode. So you guys definitely want to go check that out. Um, also, uh, check out the Zeke Seto Show. It will definitely be dropping uh, this Saturday. Make sure you guys send in your questions for the Zeke Seto Show. Um, and also, so here's what I'm going to start doing, Okay. For those of you who are going to send in questions for either uh, Web Slingers Podcast, Zeke Central Show, or Avatar The After Show, make sure you guys put above your question Avatar The After Show, Web Slingers Podcast, or Zeke Central Show. Make sure you guys put those on the top so I know which, uh, which ones I'm going to put them in. Because honestly, when I ask for questions about Avatar The After Show... Uh, Everyone was sending me questions about Batman, and I was like, no, I can't talk about the Batman on Avatar The After Show. Like, <laughs> it has nothing to do with Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and, uh, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.